And there we go. Just like that. Bam. It's Tuesday. It's Triumph Tuesday. And we want to know what you are triumphing about. We're going to share what we are. But good morning, everyone. It is Tuesday. It's Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, live with two sisters. And good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva on that heart rate monitor. And boom, what a way to start the day. You obviously kickboxing. You already know what I did. And I know y'all are getting all sick of me talking about kickboxing. But Triumph Tuesday. So what are some of the things that you triumph over? It's the little, <laughs> it's the little things that mean a lot. Like how does how do you lay that healthy foundation for yourself, for instance? Very much. That's right. such a great question. I love it. So there are, are a lot of different facets, which for a lot of people um, triumph over something and adversity, um, perhaps your time management. You know, there's so many different things out there. How do you manage your time? Because we're all in that remote Wi-Fi zone. You know, obviously we have had issues with our bandwidths from here to here. Um, I am in the <laughs> media room on my dad's side of the house because that's where the router is. And, you know, I do have a booster in the loft, but, you know, so this is a great way, obviously, to do our podcast, to go live through Zoom to directly to Facebook. It gets recorded to the cloud. We get not only the audio so that I can upload that into our podcast home, home base, but it also gives us a video. So for me, I guess what I'm trying to say in a roundabout way, <coughs> I'm always learning to triumph over the IT stuff because had you told me when we first started this and it was again, just, Hey, you want to do a podcast? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Schedule it. Like, and I was like, Oh my God, how am I going to pull this off? So I am triumph overing the little it stuff. Okay. Well, I can't do it this way, but I can do it this way. Kind of goes back to other things that we've chatted about in the past. How about you, Carol? So, that is so true. I want to add to that, that you've done an amazing job because constantly you have to pivot. You know, sometimes we talk about it as kind of a joke and I'm going joke. The bandwidths are with us or they're not. And that is the whole piece about our life. We're not in control. The ultimate, ultimate statement is we're not in control. You never are. And guess what? You'll never be. No one will ever be. But what we are in control is our actions and how we react. So when you're having these moments where we're having, as Janice was discussing, IT issues, we're not in control of that. So do we like <gasps> freeze up? Okay, let's delete this and we'll come back when, you know, the gods are good with us. When the oh. band what? You just freaked me out. Oh, sorry. I am so sorry, but I'm facing the, um, the sliding glass doors 
and about three um, deers just came running flat across. Oh, so. Lordy be Jesus, give me a, a heart attack, literally. I'm oh, sorry. That's okay. I was like, oh, I was thinking, is there some stranger coming in? We haven't seen them in a while, so I was just like, oh my God, she's okay. You know, oh, that's she, beautiful. I'm so happy. And I'm sure they were over in the garden area, but obviously that's been um, cultivated. You know, the garden is no more for right now. But anyways, I'm sorry. Go back to what you were chatting about. That's fine. That's fine. This is why we love doing these. We're live. We, you know, we don't, we don't freeze up. We don't, you know, things get flubbed up every now and then. You know, whether it's the bandwidth, whether it's the, there's an IT issue, whether, oh my goodness, we can go record live for our seven different channels that we are currently on, and we can't uh, reach our Facebook audience live. Sometimes seems things don't work out, but that's the beauty of the journey, and that's the beauty of being authentically us, because we are sharing that to sisters come together, decide they're going to be on this mission of health, wellness, mindset, sharing what's going on in our world, give you our take, give you our tips. And with that journey comes a lot of pivots. And are you ready to handle the pivots? And going back to that, we're not in control. You are not in control. And if you think you are in control of something, I hate to burst your bubble, but you're not. You're not. You. No one is ever in control. The, the gods are in control. The, the universe is in control. But... What we are in control is how we react to something, how we take the action to take the necessary steps to change something. That is what we are in control in. So if you're having one of those shitty days and you think, um, you know, you get up and you stubbed your toe and then the next thing you know, you burned your toast. And the next thing you know, you forgot to get your coffee, which you know how I feel about that anyways. And just life is sucking. Like every step you take, just seems to not happen well guess what change your mindset because you're not in control of that but what you are in control of how you react do you sit there and bitch all morning that you had a crappy morning or do you say i gotta turn this around somehow so i'm gonna find the goodness in in, in, in here here i'm gonna find the goodness in um that toe, that toe, I, I, I banged my toe. What, what's the good out of that? Hmm, good excuse to go get a pedicure. I chip my nail polish. Or you could say, hmm, I didn't have that coffee. I was supposed to get that coffee, I didn't have it. Well, great way, let's start with hydrating with water. So there are other ways that you can flip and flipping and pivoting is what is going to make you change what is out of your control. And that's- oh. That is a triumph. Absolutely. And if anybody who's watching, I shake my little uh, yeah drink. So if anybody is watching the um, the video through our Facebook page, I just I was in the process of uh, rolling my wraps. Everybody at kickboxing knows I have OCD when it comes to that because a lot of my um, kickboxing friends just throw their things in their bag and they come out and they're all, I have to wrap them. But anyways, going back to what Carol Sue was saying. Now we both have a difference of a little bit of a difference of opinion as far as coffee goes. I love the taste of coffee. Absolutely love it. Now we both do thrive. Now, before I started <coughs> um, doing thrive, I was up to eight cups of coffee a day, sometimes more. That's a lot of coffee. So now what I do, just trips, PS. What? It's a lot of bathroom trips, PS, just saying. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. But 
here's the beauty. Here's how I, how I do that. Obviously, I do my three steps in the morning. I do absolutely love, still love that cup of coffee in the morning. So I am not allowed, I do not allow myself to have a cup of coffee until I've had at least 20 to 30 ounces of water. That's good because you're going to be flushing out. Now, the difference is that, that I want to make sure we're very clear with our audience, uh, our listeners and our audience, <clears throat> and the differences of opinion. I'm not opposed to caffeine. Um, there's just two different types of caffeine. There's clean caffeine, which is actually derived from a plant, extracted, and you're using all the goodness of the actual plant. And then there's processed caffeine. And an example of processed caffeine is the coffee that you're buying at your local, whatever your fave is, whether it's Starbucks, Dunkin', Cumbies, whatever. Uh, it's also in sodas. It's also in energy drinks. So the difference is you can have caffeine, and I believe that, and I'm super excited because we're actually, um, the company Lavelle is coming out with a new, we're going to find it here. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, it's, it's called Thrive Thirst. And what I love about it, it's, it's premium hydration because as you see every morning, uh, you know, when I'm on air, I'm always drinking, I, like, I, lo I love to drink a lot of water, but sometimes I, I obviously need different flavors to it, but I'm also very mindful of sugar and processed caffeine. So every morning I'm drinking my Boost, which my Boost, Boost has all my premium greens, uh, and fruits and stuff like that, because I don't always eat a lot of greens or I don't eat a lot of fruits. So I'm getting everything plus what I need. So I drink that every morning, I just add it to water. Well, what this Thrive Thirst is, and I think this is going to come in handy with my pickleball schedule is it's a premium hydration and it's infused caffeine. So again, it, it's going to come in a powder form and it's going to go in your water. So while yes, we want you to drink a lot of water, we certainly understand that drinking a gallon of water is a lot. And sometimes it's a tad boring. Yes, I love your new contraption. You got to share that. It is pretty cool. So there are ways to flavor your, your water, but in a healthy way. It could be with um, well, another one that I like is I take a pitcher of water and I'll add fresh berries, uh, maybe some mint, maybe some spinach, some lemon, some lime, and you infuse that. And again, it's it's natural. It's going to add a nice little flavor, but it's just going to give that water a little a little a little flavor to the water to make it more palpable. Exactly. So I'm excited about this Thrive Thirst because of the infused caffeine. So the caffeine that they're using in this particular drink again is extracted from green teas and black teas. So it's not the processed caffeine. So there's a difference. So it's not that I'm opposed to anyone drinking caffeine. It depends on how it's sourced. Um, and what I also love is that we are actually do have a, our healthy version of coffee, which is um, cafe, which again is that is a mocha, but made with the green teas. Uh, you can have it iced or you can have it warm. So, you know, on those chilly mornings where you really, your habit is always something having something in that warm mug, we have that option. Or if you're like me, when I did drink processed caffeine, which was Dunkin' Donuts. And I actually was so obsessed with this particular Dunkin' Donuts that uh, this particular girl would make it exactly the way I liked it. It was iced coffee, French vanilla iced coffee, one sweet and low in skim milk every morning, uh, mid-afternoon and late day. I used to go, I would find her schedule. She would tell me her schedule actually. 
because um, she made it exactly the way I want it. So for me, I like the flavor of caffeine iced. So I'm excited about this. Um, and these are all great ways that you could triumph over drinking all that water because water is good. Now, uh, rule of thumb for a normal, healthy person is half your body weight in water. But you want to keep in mind that, and this is what I've experienced. And when you, a lot of you know, our audience knows that two of us did uh, uh, 75 hard. We got to, I think it was day 43. Mm-hmm. That was right in the midst of, of, of our dad kind of taking that turn. And so we really, we had to stop. And um, towards the end of that 43 days, I was experiencing some, some, some stomach issues. And the more I read was, um, I was replacing some of that water with other water type drinks. But for me, I was really rushing to get it in and I wasn't spreading it out long enough. So I was having some gut issues and I really felt like, oh my gosh, I think I, I, I got a stomach ulcer. And I changed some patterns. I added um, some dry licorice root, uh, which is a powder, which is really good for your tummy. Also turmeric, great for your tummy. And believe it or not, it sounds disgusting. And actually, I think I might have left some at Jan's house or Tina's house is the cabbage juice. Um, it, do, it does smell like stinky feet. I mean, it smells like cabbage. However, it doesn't taste that way. And actually, it tastes pretty good. So those are all great ways of introducing water into your system, water-based which is going to count because it doesn't have all these tons of additives, but you want to be mindful of, you know, making sure that you're spreading it out. You want to triumph over that drinking that gallon and you don't want to consume it too fast because then you can run into some issues. The other key piece to the, the uh, drinking a gallon is again, it depends on your age and also depends on your actual healthy. Uh, You know, do you, do you, you know, do you have issues with your kidneys do you have issues with your bladder? Like the, these are things that you have to weigh in. So while that's a great goal, don't think, oh my God, if I don't drink the gallon, uh, you know, I, I could never get into that healthy pattern that Jan and Carol, so two sisters is always talking about. No, for some people, it's a half a gallon. For some people, it's three quarters of a gallon. The, the key piece is to remember that our bodies are mostly made up of water, believe it or not. And we need to flush it out. But you want to flush it out in a nice timely manner. Don't you think, Jan? Yes. And the thing with that is, you know, water, if you have any questions or any doubt, especially, you know, if you're older or it doesn't matter if you're older, young or old, you're on different medications, always, always, always check with your healthcare provider. Absolutely. Because if you are drinking that much water, you can, oh, there is, um, you can potentially throw things off and obviously you don't want to do it do that so if you have any question whatsoever about your water intake definitely chat with the health coach or check with your physician if you're a diabetic um, if you're taking different medications because the timing of when you take medications and how you how you are hydrating your body um, you don't want to do any harm so Definitely check with your healthcare provider on that. So water too <clears throat> is also a great a great way to let's say mm, there's that bag of chips looming at you. Grab the bottle of water and just chug it down. I have to do that sometimes because walk away. <laughs> we all have to do that. Now on a sidebar, totally totally different subject goes in line with Triumph Tuesday. 
uh, we have one of our listeners and we love that our listeners not only listen to our podcast, but they're kind of our eyes and ears because we do get out a lot of different podcasts to listen to, to get information. Uh, we're fans of other people as well, but it's a great way for, for us to kind of know, you know, being what, you know, what's going on trending, which obviously we talk about trending Thursday. However, uh, one of our listeners got onto uh, uh, Kirk. What the heck is his name? Now I've got to think of his name. Um, hmm, hold on. Um, and they actually messaged me this morning and she, and she just, oh, yeah, I listened to it and I just kept thinking about your, you know, your, 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 your Triumph Tuesday and I, I had to keep my, my mindset right. And she was very, very upset. And it's what Charlie Kirk, that's who it is. And um, she was listening to him and obviously he's talking about what's going on, which everyone is talking about. And you, you talk about the Triumph where a lot of people really felt uh, if they voted one way, um, obviously, the media uh, announced that Joe Biden was the president-elect. He was the winner, uh, which most people that educate themselves and understand constitutional law and or how our elections work know that that's an impossibility. Everything has to be certified first. And with that, the Trump team has been having some triumphs themselves over receiving information from average Americans that either are suspecting fraud or suspecting something fishy. So Charlie Kirk, who is a, uh, a conservative uh, reporter, had someone email them and what he what they emailed them was uh, at their particular nursing home where their loved one is at this nursing home, they had um, some questionable social workers. And I say social workers in quotes, because alleged, I'm going to say alleged social workers, because I'm not sure that they know, and that's how they identify themselves. And what they did was they went to all these uh, dementia patients, because obviously with the nursing home, you have a lot of dementia patients, and they actually filled out their ballots for them. So the staff at this particular nursing home started to question things and to the social workers and said, well, how can that be? How do they register? Um, because they don't have access to the internet. They're, you know, over 90 years old. They don't have uh, avenues to get on social media and click on, you know, vote now or whatever. Uh, so how can you explain this? And it turns out that a lot of these ballots weren't even properly filled out. And the extent of, when I say properly filled out, I mean fully filled out. So in other words, Joe Biden was the only thing that was colored in, uh, nothing else was. So my question was, now they came up with the stats that they're saying that there's a thousand percent increase in 90 plus year old citizens voting. And it, it does make you scratch your head on, on twofold. You know, is this again, more possible alleged fraudulent behavior, but I'm gonna take it a next step further is that elder abuse. You're taking advantage of a, a dementia patient. You're assisting them with voting when they never, you know, you know, even if they registered and they registered, you know, a long time ago. And sadly, a lot of these patients don't have loved ones or family members that are in, in queue or in, they're not there 24 seven. And then you add the fact that Family members can't even get into a lot of these nursing homes because of the China virus, but social workers can. 
social workers. And I thought to myself, how do you triumph over that? And how do you move forward? So, you know, the listener was very upset. And, you know, how can this be? How could this, this horrible thing be done to, to seniors? Like, it's terrible. And what I said was, you have to, we're not in control of the universe. We're just not in control of this. We're not in control of the results. We're not in control of what might be overturned. And a lot of people will ask, well, how, do you, how are you dealing with this? You know, this up and down. You have to just go with the flow. You have to hope that always good wins out over evil. And you have to triumph with that. You have to know that in your heart, regardless of what happens, where there's a will, there's a way. Truth will prevail at some point. What do you think about that? Well, I have a lot to say about that. Now, as a lot of people do not know, I was involved with politics many years ago, and I was an elected official um, on the Board of Finance. So I have a little bit of knowledge and background as far as that goes. And by no means am I an expert, and I just want to come out and say that. We follow the Constitution. We follow the election laws for a reason. Years ago, the history of it, and I'm just going to make this very brief, Republicans and Democrats to balance one another out. That's the way the founding fathers, we the people, right? That's kind of how all this kind of started. So the constitution part, the, you know, I've been watching a lot of forums and, you know, Joe Biden is our president is, is basically what I'm seeing. He is the presumptive, okay? And I'm gonna do my air quotes. And I, I kind of hate air quotes, but I'm gonna do them anyways. Presumptive president-elect. Now, for those of you who don't know, the Electoral College meets, I believe it's December 14th. I always wanna say the 15th. The 14th. But it's the 14th. Yes. Not all votes have been certified. So until votes are certified, until litigation, however it works out, until the electoral college meets, I don't know what calendar people are looking at. I'd really like to know, but unfortunately we do not have a clear winner. That's no, and you know what? The other key piece to that is they have to get to 270 electorals. As of this morning, neither candidate is at 270 electorals. If people are paying attention to the news, uh, there's been some reversals mm -hmm. uh, with CNN and also um, Clear Politics. Real Clear Politics has reversed Arizona. I believe it's Arizona. And CN or CNN reversed, oh uh, no. Clear, real clear politics. I believe it's Nevada, and then and then CNN reversed Arizona. One of the two, something like that. So and neither at two, neither one of them are at two seventy. Correct. So all I can say is, we follow the Constitution. That is kind of the law. The other thing that I'm also seeing, and I find it for me, I find it almost. Um, 
laughable or a little bit entertaining, you know, to have an intelligent keyboard conversation, right? That people specifically, probably most of the Dems, he's our president, he's our president. So you pose a question and because they don't like your answer, you, I can't even tell you how many times I've been called a racist. And I find I think that's their go that's their go to uh, response, and that's kind of sad when you think about that because it's actually taking the word racist, using it inappropriately, and actually uh, demonizing uh, or diminishing the impact of of what the meaning of racist is. I, I I personally think I could be wrong. Again, that's my opinion. But if you overplay a word and you're not using it in the proper context, to me, it's like you're diminishing what the, the, the meaning of the word is. Right, exactly. So I will, oh, you know, there are differences of opinions, but I just want to point out the law is the law. The constitution is there for a specific reason. And I will always be respectful and kind. I may not agree with somebody's point of view, but I will always listen and hear them out. That doesn't mean that I can't have a relationship with somebody who is a Democrat. There's, there's that balance. There will always be that balance. So I think um, the people in these forums, like take a chill pill, be nice, be kind. Because, and also, I'm also going to be uh, going to be doing a live about this this later on that that very subject because there is a lot of chatter about you know do you unfriend someone uh, because of their politics and what I will say to you is it depends on the circumstances if you are voting for strict ideology and you have an ideology difference which is that is very normal, kind of like the Red Sox and the Yankees. You, know, you always have those kind of rivals and disagreements. Uh, but there is a line uh, for me personally that you can't cross. Um, and I'm actually going to be talking about that. And sometimes your journey and part of your journey is ending uh, relationships. And it's okay as long as it's done respectfully and or there's no like this, you know, nasty bickerness about it it's okay to remove people out of your life that they don't serve a purpose anymore. Meaning, and that's kind of a harsh way of putting it, but if they're not, if they're stressing you out, they're not adding value and they're not impacting your way that you leave better after, you know, better and happier after you've had a conversation with them, it is sometimes time to either pause, take a break or remove. And there, and I think that that is a, that's paramount in uh, being postured in who you are as a person, that you should never, ever sacrifice your core beliefs as a human being for the sake of, of, the, of the good. Because to me, that's almost like a communist kind of uh, flavor to it, and I don't like it. Right. And I just, the other thing that I think is very interesting, and I was living in Florida at the time, and I think it was 2000, if I'm not mistaken. Does... Anybody remember the thing with Florida and the hanging chads? Yeah. Okay. So um, Al Gore, deemed by the media as the president-elect. Not so fast. 
hanging chads. There was a lot of controversy in the state of Florida and Floridians that listen to our podcast. Um, if you, you were in Florida at that time, I'm sure you probably remember that. Some oh, I do. 37 days of that. I remember. 37 days and President George Bush, the, the son, was uh, the president. Exactly. So I, th- I think that's where we're, we're kind of over... Uh, we're, we're in that situation now. We're in this this time of, and, and a lot of people um, re- refute it by saying, you know, oh, it's because, you know, Trump is going to be a sore loser or Republicans are sore losers. I don't look at it that way because I, I'm, I'm a registered independent. I want to feel confident. I think most people do. They want to feel confident that we have a system in place that's fair, that every legal vote does count that there's none of this shenanigans going on, you know, that, you know, that we could trust our electoral system <clears throat> and you have to feel confident in that. And I would think anyone would want to make sure that our elections are legitimate elections, that people are not winning any seat based on possibly illegal, alleged illegal activities. So that that's, yeah, again, that, that's one of those things where you know there's two sides to the coin. There's right or wrong. And if you're going to choose, well, anything to get my boy elected, to get my girl elected, regardless whether I had to cheat to get that way or I had to finagle or I had to do some, you know, stretch of the of the legal broad sense of whether it's legal or not. How do you feel good about that? And how can I, you? Well, I certainly don't. How can you triumph over that and celebrate something like that? No, I certainly don't. But what I will say is that um, when we go through all these processes, obviously, if Joe Biden is considered the winner and has the electoral votes, after everything is nice, nice, meaning going through the process of the different states being certified and you know, checking into the voter fraud, all that kind of stuff. If he is the legitimate winner, then absolutely, and everybody knows I am not a fan of Joe Biden, then absolutely he is deemed the president, presumptive president-elect. And then December 14th, when they vote the electoral college, boom, then he would be officially the president-elect. If the electorals, if the electorals have the right to vote how they choose to vote too. They that can, is correct. They can vote. A lot of people say, no, that is not true. It is very much true. And that's the way our constitution is because sometimes, I mean, if we want to be honest, there's probably been illegal votes casted forever. Right. I think the difference here is it is in your face. We're not talking about one state where there's a question of a, a chat or whatever, which obviously was rectified. We're talking about multiple states. And if it's happening in multiple states, it's most likely happening in other states that we don't know about. And now that it's been slammed in our face, this is the time to clean it up. This is the time to get our elect- elections to pass that sniff test of legitimacy and having citizens feel confident that they can go in and i think the key piece to that is none of this bs about voting you know 10 days before uh mail-in ballots that are requested absolutely florida has proven 
uh, and they've got that pretty well down pat. They've got a great system. So I do believe if you want an absentee ballot because you're not present or you physically can't go and you request it in the proper way, absolutely. But I think this chaos was driven by, um, you know, you think about it. The election had to go, you know, so many days ahead and now it's going still counting so many days later. Let's get back to there's one day of election. If you cannot be there that day, you, you, you specifically request your absentee ballot. None of this mass mailing BS. This is where all the crap started. And there's all pieces to that. But I think that's the major thing. I hope for the sake of our country that we can go back to just voting on one day and be done with it. I would love that. And I know many people would. On that note, we always appreciate your time and value your time. And, and thank you so much for tuning in to listen to us. My name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva. Yes, I love kickboxing. We hope you have a fantabulous day. I am here with two. Uh, so this is Carol Sue, AKA Naughty Boss Live from Vero Beach. It's a looking a little gray, but so far no rain, so that's good. Hopefully we'll get some pickleball in and uh, getting my workout in. So you guys have a great day. What are you going to triumph over? We would love to hear from our viewers and our listeners. And tomorrow's Wealth Wellness Wednesday. What do we got cooking? Wait and see. Have a great day, guys. Bye, everyone. Have a fantastic day.